92.7 FM. It's our version of pop culture without being hip or even cool. Can I wear a mask? No, can I wear a And uh, Trump is allowing, uh, apparently, Ben, what an evil man he is. <laughs> we'll argue that coming up. And did the police... We'll argue that next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio as the founding... Yes, no, yes. no, I'm, I'm actually giving you a compliment here. You see it how it is, but you always see the positive. You're very good at that. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm He's setting to, me up. I'm trying to be dead Some serious. A verbal board. All right, we're up and running. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 454-1366. All right, coming up at 5. We need to talk about this mask that is now mandated across the Commonwealth by our benevolent dictator. That, As well as um, what is happening with... Um, Virginia Beach canceling fireworks because they're apparently COVID-19. You can't see a firework. Well, you know what's what's interesting? I've been on the phone the past couple of days trying to fix things that shouldn't need to be fixed. And you get you get on the 19. So they're uh they're running way behind because they're worried about COVID-19. Oh, I, I was on the phone for almost because of COVID-19, they're not going to answer my call. <laughs> That's terrible. I mean, COVID that funny? Co- co- yeah. you think about it? Yeah, COVID-19 has impacted that and the so fireworks. I'll just call my my bank, and uh, if you're listening, I'll just reverse the charge. Taken. Always away. Because my heart, I just, it breaks over what has happened the last, uh, this week with the, um, with George Floyd. It's the, it's the most, everyone looks at it and, and here, here's the main point, is that no one, no one thinks the police did the right thing. No one. No yep, one. there's there's riots and anger and people are upset and MSNBC and CNN said this this is unbelievable. As if they're arguing with someone. And they're, I got to tell you, there's no one to argue with. George Floyd should have not be dead. And it is the police fault. Everyone can see that. It's blatantly obvious. There is no argument. You know, you know what's really bad is uh, they're looking very hard for the evidence to prove that he should have been arrested in the first place. Well, you've got the but fraud to argument. To top that off, yeah, right. I'm you know, when, when you take a criminal down and handcuff them, they're under control. Of course, they're not going to. That's my point. No one's not going to beat you about your head and shoulders with their feet. The man was <laughs> down on the ground. There's no There's doubt. No reason for that. Dirtbag racist police officer to stay on top of that man for eight minutes. Listen no to listen to how you jumped into it so fastly. Listen to you. The next question is, did the police do it because of race? I don't think the the police did it because of race. I said I think the police officer did it because of race. You are unbelievable. I can't believe you're saying officers this. Of course, there your should have said, "Man, get off of it." So they should have told of him course. get off of him. That, that's not the argument. But the but the argument that you're making, and I'm actually suggesting is a problem, is that why is this a race issue? How is I, it I a race issue? I don't know why it's a race issue. They're going to have to dig to find out. But You just said it is. You, you got, just said the I, cop's racist. I think he is. You look, well, at, you you just look, said, at, well, look at his face. Look at his evil eyes. He's on top of this guy with his knee in his neck. For eight minutes. So you figured Who out. does that? So you figured out because he did it eight minutes long and his face looked angry that he hates black people. 
That's what you figured out? That's uh, a brilliant. That's amazing. People, but he hates that guy. Wait, wait, wait. That's sure, not what you just said. That's I'm not sure, what you just said. I'm sure he said the man passed away. I'm sure he is because the guy is under arrest for, you know, third-degree murder Richard, and manslaughter. But You just laid out for our audience and for me that you believe this man was racist, and you looked into his eyes and figured that out for some reason. I don't know how. And I make the statement that it's not, it's not a racist issue. It's turned into voice. one. It's turned into one. I think Appar- it is a racist issue. Why else would this guy stay on top of this man after he's under control? But So you think the only reason he did this is because the color of the man's skin. That's an amazing statement. I actually think the police officer is a dirtbag jerk who would have done it to anyone. But you actually think he's a racist. Yes, I do. So you agree with the mayor of Minneapolis who said this. He'd be alive today if he were white. You believe that? Uh, probably. <laughs> And your evidence is as much as the mayor's. Listen to how he justifies it. And see if you can justify it better, Richard. Here's what the mayor and how he justifies that statement. He'd be alive today if he were white. But are you saying that the officer, Chauvin, is racist? The facts that I've seen. The facts. There are none. But listen. Which are minimal. Not, but very soon. Certainly, certainly lead me down the path that race was involved what facts because of the color of his skin that's the only fact there is nothing else to suggest that the cop did this because the color of the skin the issue is if we suggest that that's true that this man did it because he hates black people you ask any police officer okay any police officer what they would have done differently with this guy Everyone There's agrees. no reason for that There's man There's to keep pushing down on that knee. Of course. I agree. No other reason. That he, other than race? Why did he do it? And you think he did it because the guy's black? Yes, I do. On, but there's no, Maybe ev- he Richard, there's no evidence the for that. Before. There is zero evidence for that. Okay. Do you realize if this would have happened to a white person? Which, by the way, the cops have killed more whites than blacks. I, I, I know that. I'm the one but, who brought you that statistic. The little tiny statistic. Actually, you didn't bring me that stat. You brought me that stat? What do you mean you brought me that stat? I brought you that statistic, and I told you about that. I did so. So you mentioned it in one show after I mentioned it? So you, I stole oh, it from you're you. you're full of crap. Yes, you stole it from me. There is serious problem right if, here if, in the we, room. if we try to interpret the police officer as being a racist. There is, just like the mayor said, I have little evidence to suggest it. However, I think he did. You're doing the exact same thing. You have no reason to think this is racist. The problem right now in our country is everyone thinks it's a racist thing. So you're saying that your opinion means so much more than than mine no. or the mayor no, of I didn't Minneapolis. See. No. My because, opinion? Because you think we're wrong and we think you're no, no. You know, full of bull. Actually, do I think the guy could be? He could be. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and say the that the police officer had, killed him because he's black. And he's you are. He had 10 complaints, racist complaints filed against no him. No one said they were racist complaints. No one. Some of those complaints are racist. He's had 10 complaints filed, zero disciplinary action. He's been involved in three shootout, shootouts with the police. He's never been held accountable for Jack. What's that so have to do with the argument? Nothing. I agree with that. 19-year police officer, and that's probably 18 years and one month too long. Of course it is. Who are you arguing with here? The point is you made a statement that you cannot back up. You said that police officer did it because George was black. 
That is a uh, that's an inherently inflammatory statement. The mayor should be ashamed of himself for saying he'd be alive if he was white. That is nothing but stir flames and riots. And you agree with him. What should have happened when the incident first took place, that officer should have been put in custody and held. What's that have to do with your statement? Decided, let me finish. Until they am. decided they were going to charge him, which they ultimately were. And the other three officers should be suspended until they do an investigation. And the bottom line is this guy stayed on top of a black man. It's irrelevant. His race is irrelevant. Continue on. Okay, in your opinion, it is. In my my opinion, it's not irrelevant. That's the argument. He held the man down with his knee. We saw it all. Richard, we saw it all. Everyone agrees with that. You're not making the case for him being racist. You haven't done that yet. But you can in just a second. And your phone calls are next as Richard and I begin to debate this in a much more passionate way. Would you help us, please? Phone calls are next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820, WNTW. I've been stuffed in your pocket for the last hundred days. When I don't get my... Is that our bump? Oh, that is our bump in music. I was wondering, what is that, a commercial? No, it's the Lee Brothers on 92.7 FM at 820 AM. Thank you for tuning in on this Friday afternoon. Richard and I are talking about this uh, this tragedy that is it's just disgusting. It is a tragedy, you know, and my heart goes out to the family. The, the thing that's frustrating to me is how it has turned into this, and I guess that's the point of our conversation at the last segment, is how it's turned into this, this race issue. I never... I never saw it as a race issue. I saw it as a police officer who should go to prison for what he did, including the other ones that are with him. But I never once said, this police officer is a racist, and so is America. I, I never, I never did said that. that either. No, you didn't. That's not no, what I said. not what you said. But America is saying that. Look at CNN and MSNBC, and, and look what, um, what uh, uh, Al Sharpton said. Here's what Al Sharpton said about this whole thing, and it's just it's unbelievable. Well, he, you know, Al Sharpton. Yeah, well, I mean, he's self-explanatory, but here he is. The other thing I might add here, Joe, is that as I walked around Minneapolis yesterday, some of the stores that are being damaged are black-owned stores. Whoa! Oh, my gosh, you're kidding me. What difference does that make? It makes a big difference. grand scheme of things. Because you can destroy white businesses, but to destroy black businesses? That's what he's saying. He actually went on to say more. Are black-owned stores. So we cannot yeah. become so reckless that we are destroying each other <laughs> no. in our rage. That's what we've done. We destroyed each other here, not the white people. Do you see what's happening here? Al Sharpton's saying there's white businesses and black businesses. Destroy the white ones. There are people who are saying the police officers are racist. All whites are racist. There's this uh, Star Wars actor, the the um, John Boyega. He's the the English star in the in the uh, recent Star Wars thing. He said uh, this is all because of racist white people. He tweeted out Black Lives Matter, and he effing hates racists. Then he goes on to say that I really effing hate racists. He said, <laughs> "Well, no kidding." I wanted to I mean, make his point twice. Yeah. He said, 
A black man was murdered in cold blood in the streets. That's a continuous cycle, he said. Actually, it's not a cycle. There's more whites murdered and killed. But then he goes on to say, I'm black, F that. So I'll say it again. F you racist white people. Racist white? This is one guy who happens to be a police officer killing another human being. The fact that this guy wants to see race in it is is really a travesty. We should say, without hesitation, as all Americans are doing, regardless of your race, what these police officers did was wrong. They should go to prison for it, regardless of this man's race. It is wrong to put an inherent thought inside the police officer that he's a racist because of it. Every police department in the country should do a some kind of psychological survey and try to weed out anyone who potentially could be a problem. Don't and, I thought they did that. I don't let, they do it initially when you're hired. But people can get past those interviews. They can get past them. Sure. They can sound like uh, wind-driven snow in the interview, and then they're really dirtbags at heart. But they should go through, and if they they see a potential problem, they should just fire. So are you taking back your statement? No, I'm not taking back my statement at all. Even though you're dead wrong on it? (laughs) Yeah, you wish I was dead wrong. What? No, I I just don't see how this guy, how you can imply racism in this guy. I mean, this is a white man. So? White police officer took someone into custody. The guy was in custody, handcuffs on. And he got down on top of him we with know his that. knee on his neck for eight minutes. You haven't, Dude, you know, you haven't explained why he's a racist yet. How do you know? The man that why died can't you admit that black man. Oh, that's not proof of racism. That is not and proof of racism. Guy, it's not. It's not fair to do guy that. This guy is a dirtbag. Sure he is. But you can't put racism in the guy's mind because you don't know. I don't know either. That's the problem with this thing. It's the why truth people, will come out. And he will be it might, found as a racist. It might, and it doesn't matter if he's a racist or not. He should be punished anyway. But this has taken another turn of events, too. You know whose, pro- whose fault this is? It's Donald Trump's fault. I didn't know that, by the way. I saw the whole thing. I did not one time said, this is the President of the United States' fault. But Don Lemon did. Here's what Don Lemon said about Donald Trump. No one wanted to wants to hear from the man who says that the former president was not born in this country. No one wants to hear from the man who says there are very fine people on both sides. What a lie. Do you understand what I'm saying? No well, one hang wants on a second. He- that's, that's such a lie. That's the biggest lie in the media in the last 10 years, is that Trump said that he, there are good people on both sides. He never, ever said that. that well, Don he Lemon did is say a lie. it in, re- in reference to there were people in Charlottesville, Virginia, protesting the statues staying up, and there was people there protesting on both sides, right? Good people. Yeah, and yeah. he said they're very good people on both sides of that argument. That's right. what he exactly was referring right. to. He exactly wasn't referring right. to Nazis. He wasn't referring to Antifa. He wasn't referring to Black Lives Matter. Don he was referring to the people that were there, of course, to protest. All right, your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM eight twenty WNTW.
Virginia citizens and American patriots, live outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth. Glad you're with us. Richard and I have finished arguing. We feel better now. He came to agree with me, and that's all that really matters. And it's... He's a liar. <laughs> Who, me or Don Lemon about Trump? You. Yeah, right. Not at all. All right, coming up, uh, you, you won't you want to miss this uh, this new uh, ruling by Trump. He now wants to kill little baby bear cubs in their den. Trump, what an evil man. And puppies, too, and wants to kick them. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Of course, Trump is now seen as the reason for the riots. Don Lemon went on to tell us why Trump is such a bad guy. No one wants to hear from the man who says there are very fine people on both sides. Lie. Do you understand what I'm saying? No one wants to hear from the person that they perceive as contributing to this situation, situations like this in the society. Could Trump contribute to this? Trump contributed to this police officer jumping on on George Floyd. I, I missed that entirely. I, I don't know how, because according to Don Lemon, the reason Trump participated is he thinks Obama was born in another country. I, there's no logic to that. Really? He continues on. Not directly, but allowing people like oh, that to think that they can get away from this. No one wants to hear from the birther in chief, from the sons of bitches calling person, who wow. says that athletes who are kneeling for this very reason, no one wants to hear from that. There's the news in that. And again, my, I said what I said about this president and the environment that he is contributed to in this country. And that is the God's honest truth. That's how black people feel. The person who said... From Klansmen and... Uh, we're not going to listen to that anymore. That's ridiculous. This guy is a racist. Yeah. Don Lemon actually... I don't care what anybody says. All right. Check us out at 92.7fm820am.com. 92.7fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers Takes You to our page. You'll get to see the entire mass controversy in one video, two minutes long. You can see why we're so upset about it. All right. Coming up. I can't wear a mask in public. It's illegal if I'm carrying a firearm. We'll ask Philip Van Cleve next... And your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. Just after 432, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers... Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Oh, yeah. All right, check us out at 92.7 FM, 820 AM for the uh, for the take on the masks. I think you'll find it interesting. There's a video there about two minutes long talking about a little bit why it's frustrating to have the government mandate something and us to be sheep just to follow in its path without ever questioning the rightness of it or the ramifications of it. My son and I were talking this week, and my son is a conceal and carry permit holder. Or this week we were talking about this with Ralph Northam's announcement that everyone has to wear a mask. My son brought up an amazing good point. He's like, Dad, I, I can't wear that mask. And I said, I don't blame you. I'm not going to do anything. He goes, no, no, you don't understand. It's illegal. I, I'm carrying a firearm. I can't have a mask on carrying a firearm. And I thought, that's, that's unbelievable. He's exact. I think he's exactly right. I'm going to call Philip Van Cleve. And so I, we waited to the radio program. I sent Philip an email last night. And after a long argument, he decided to come back on with us anyway. But Philip Van Cleve from the Citizens Defense League, welcome. Hey, Philip. Yeah, I finally came to my senses. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for joining us again. Obviously, you're, you're 
a uh, a great uh, a great guest with us. We appreciate the and times a, you've come on. Honorary Lee brother too. Yeah, I don't know if that helps Good. you or hurts you, Philip. But anyway, there you go. I may not want to tell anyone. But. All right. So so what is it about? Am I is is my son right? I I didn't wear a mask today. I'm carrying my firearm. I did not wear my mask. If someone would approach me, I would try to explain this to him. Is isn't that? Am I accurate on this? Uh, no, you're not. And oh, okay, uh, thank you. It's a widely. I don't know where this is all coming from, though. You're believe me, your son is not the only one that's saying that. It's it's all all over the place. I'm sitting there just shaking my head. Uh, Virginia law absolutely does not tie masks and carrying a gun. It's got a law on masks, yes, and that probably goes back, as I recall, to the Ku Klux Klan issues. They didn't want people walking around intimidating others and being anonymous when they did it. You'd think our uh, governor would know that. <laughs> yeah, you'd think he could write a piece of uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> maybe that's why he does wear a mask only at certain times. But, um, uh, so the, uh, there, there is no connection there. However, it is a class six felony. Now let's, uh, let, but let's delve into this a little bit. Number one, there's an, they basically, to, to be charged with the felony, you have to be doing it with the intent to hide your identity. And so there is a provision in there, for example, if you're, um, got a, you know, medical reason for, for wearing the mask, then that's different. And it also has a provision that the governor, if he declares a state of emergency for health reasons, can can make wearing masks okay and carrying and, and carrying not carrying a gun, but just wearing a mask is okay and not being a crime. And that's what the governor did. And I think it was exec, Executive Order fifty two sixty one sixty one. He may have done it in some others too, but sixty one is one that I saw it in. That says he basically invoked that, you know, that, that this um, so that carrying having a mask would not be a crime in Virginia uh, during this time because you're doing it for medical reasons, and indeed we're being ordered to do it by him. Right, correct. Uh, and so you have no real choice in the matter, So technically. So, um, so you know, uh, when I go out, do I, if I want to wear a mask and carry a gun, do I have a problem with that? Nope, I go right ahead and do it. Well, yeah, I'm not suggesting that I wouldn't because of that. I was, I was wondering if it was, in fact, uh, you know, I could actually say that, and it turns out that, that's the second time I've been wrong. But today. you know, so many people are wearing <clears throat> homemade masks. And what if you yeah. wore like a woman's stocking on your head and carried your? Gun? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's. Hey, boy! You got a penny on your head. <laughs> that's that's what. That's a great movie, by the way. Most people don't know it. If you reference, if you can know the reference of that movie, you're a true American. All right, so so Philip, let me get your take on something else that happened. Obviously, with um, with with George Floyd here and the incident in Minneapolis, we had protesters showing up and and doing some things, but we also had some other protesters show up with firearms. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you've seen some of these interviews where they walked up to people and said, "What are you doing here with with a firearm?" What, what's your take on protesters and firearms? I actually know the answer to this, but I want our listening audience. Well, to I mean, uh, again, you have a, you have a right to protect yourself, and if you're in a you know if you're in a dangerous area, you absolutely uh, should should be able to carry a firearm and protect yourself. Um, and uh, when when it comes to in Virginia, you know, you can do that for protecting life. You can't do it for protecting property. Uh, but having the gun with you to protect yourself in case things go downhill is fine. It's just that uh, you can't you can't uh, you can't protect property with deadly force. You can use force, but you can't use deadly force. I want you to hear. Unless they threaten you. 
Right. I, I want you to hear a clip between Cuomo and Don Lemon last night talking oh, about. Geez. Yeah, I know. Do I, I have I, to listen to this? Yes, right, you do. Right. You must. I had to, okay? <laughs> Pull the trash can over. <laughs> yeah, we used to have oh, a. That remi- the puke bucket. That reminds me, Richard, years ago when uh, we used to have the puke bucket between us. Anyway, so Cuomo was on with Don Lemon. Don Lemon uh, got him talking about guns, and I want your take on this. It's quite unbelievable. If black people said, let's all go out and get guns and start the protest, that would be the fastest change of gun law culture in this country. Yeah. If you started to have African-Americans buying up AR-15s or whatever you want to call them and going out and protesting legally with legal weapons, you'd see a change in the laws. Yeah. And that's sad. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, well, I, I would say that it sounds like he would want to change the laws if, if you saw that. Um, that's that's. You know that's baloney. That's the old days. I don't. Th- I don't think that's going to be an issue anymore. Uh, we had lots of people at, at Lobby Day that were uh, minorities and on carrying rifles. Um, nobody batted an eye. Nobody should have batted an eye. I find it amazing that Cuomo is actually saying that everybody who's for gun rights would change their mind if minorities care. Actually, the entire <laughs> argument has always been. That's the point of the Second Amendment, so that the minorities or the ones oppressed have the ability to defend themselves. Right, and he's doing, he's falling into a classic trap. He doesn't know gun owners in America, the, 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 the everyday people like him. He doesn't know us. He assumes we're all racist. Yeah. And that if, indeed, uh, the, the, the minorities were suddenly carrying guns, that the racists in us would be just too much, and we would even be <laughs> calling insane. for gun control. It just shows you the bigotry. It shows you the, the misconceptions and the hatred these people have for gun owners. The the, the whole thing. It's just, it's actually, well, where is that bucket? I need to borrow it. <laughs> the, the barf bucket. bucket. No, Philip, you're you're exactly right. I mean, they, they misplace a, a, uh, a, a, a view that the Second Amendment is for all people. They, they actually make it sound like we only think the Second Amendment is for certain people, but not. When has that ever been part of a Second Amendment rallies conversation? Only the white people can have. It's the most insane. Yeah, people tune into Don Lemon, and they get that, that dribble, and they actually think that it's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and what you said is correct. The, the Who benefits the most from being able to carry a gun to protect themselves would be minorities. Exactly. And women. And women minorities are at the top of that list. And that's what we proclaim all the time. In fact, the Second Amendment was designed for a life-protecting first. I mean, that's what it's designed to do is to protect yourself. Why why would anyone object to the minority, so to speak, not being able to protect themselves? Other than us, we would be all for that. I mean, that's the whole point. It is, and again, if you, at the rally, we had we had lots of minorities carrying guns. Again, everybody was having a great time. There wasn't an eye batted. We had two or three minority speakers uh, key, key, uh, keynoted in it. So this whole idea, I tell you what, uh, you you you'll not meet a more welcoming community than the than the gun owners in, in, in Virginia, of course, or anybody. They they even you know even there was an article written by somebody that was an LGBTQ person. They were amazed. They thought when they decided to become a gun owner that though they were going to be a pariah when they went to the range <laughs> or whatever. No, wrong. They said they were they were amazed at how nice everybody was to them. Of course, couldn't agree more. And you, by the way, I'm a huge fan of yours, and you're very nice, in fact, Philip. So. <laughs> 
All right, Philip. Thanks, man. Always, uh, always good to speak with you and uh, get clarity on it because I was I was dead wrong. And Richard will yeah. rejoice in that when we get off. So thank absolutely. You. And thanks, <laughs> thanks for all you do. Hey, Philip. Richard, I, uh, I'll take that fifty bucks you were going to give me. That time. yeah, yeah. I'll meet you after the show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that is Philip Van Cleve. He's the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League and a truly a great American. All right. Before we go to the break, I want to uh, I want to go back to what Cuomo was saying here. This is actually kind of funny. How he talks about the AR-15. Let me let me play this clip again. If you started to have African Americans buying up AR-15s or whatever you want to call them, whatever you want to call them, what do you mean whatever you want to call them? An AR-15 I, is an AR-15. It's an AR-15. There is no other name for it. I mean, it, do you it? have another name, Cuomo, that we don't know about? Are you are you saying that whatever you want to call them, you you can't call them machine gun? They're not. You can you can call them a semi-automatic rifle, which it is. At least he got the numbers right. And, and Joe Biden got it wrong before. But, I, again, it's it's the condescending tone, too. Buying up AR-15s or whatever you want to call them. As if we're going to go, yeah, I can call it whatever I want. Yeah. I'm going to call it Betty Lou. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most. Honey, where's Betty Lou? You know, I've never seen, and, and I, that's not true, but d- during, I've seen it before, but the coronavirus, this incident, there are radically different positions on the network, on the on the stations. You go to CNN where Cuomo and Don Lemon are talking here and MSNBC. How can you see the exact same scenario and come out with such a radically different view of it? It is, it is unbelievable to me. I mean, and it all comes from massive presuppositions that Trump is evil, conservatism is evil, you know, Republicans are evil. Gun owners are evil. When you couldn't be more wrong. And there are people watching these stations. And I would only challenge you to do the test. Flip from Tucker Carlson over to Rachel Madcow. I mean, Rachel Maddow. And then and then flip back again and just watch the two. Uh, you go to Rachel Mecca, you want to kill yourself. You want to, the country's over. It's all racist. It's all bad. Everything's horrible. You come back to Tucker Carlson and you think, oh, America is, is, is good. It's got some issues, but it looks like the problems are Democrats. So that's. Mecow <laughs> delivers her horrid stories with a smile. True. All right, coming up. Um, she just tr- loves it. Trump has changed the public land rules from the federal government to allow Alaska hunters to kill baby bear cubs. In their dens. So if you decide you want to kill some baby bear cubs in their dens, you got to go to Alaska to do it, I guess. Richard and I will argue that next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. I like bears. I'm a huge fan of bears. You yeah. don't think I am, by the way. Yeah, they're good targets for you. <laughs> Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 8.20 AM. That's not true. I've, I would not shoot a bear. I would not go bear hunting. I have no interest in it whatsoever. The only time I would shoot a bear is if the bear was planning on eating me. That would be fair, then. You, you have always been about self-preservation at the expense of an animal if it was coming at you. But you are a huge fan of animals and people, mind you. And I've always wondered which one got the better, but I, I'm going to guess they're probably even. But Trump, on the other hand, as evil as he is, 
And I love this article in The Guardian, and all, and it's been everywhere. It's been all over. USA Today published it, New York Times. New Trump public land rule will let Alaska hunters kill bear cubs in their dens beside their mother, sleeping. You can wake them up and shoot them. And, of course, everyone's like, that's it. Trump is evil. Nobody would ever do that. And uh, I can't ever vote for him again. And he's evil. And, of course, this is nothing but clickbait. This No one ever, and I looked at this. I tried to do some research on that. No one's ever killed a baby uh a baby bear in the den with his mother. It's not happened. So what is what is really at work here? Well, let me first just go on record and state that disinformation I'm, and propaganda to some level. It, it, it's 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 some level it is, but it's an amazingly cruel move, according to the National Park Services. It reverses an Obama era regulation that also affect baby wolves and coyotes. Meanwhile, Trump eats little puppies for for dinner every night. Obviously, when I saw this story, I thought to myself, there's something more at work. There's no way Donald Trump likes the idea that you can rip the baby bear out of the arms of the mother hibernating in the den. But that's exactly what we're told is going on here. I bet you they they, uh, print that he calls puppies veal. (laughs) Perhaps maybe if he wanted a portion. So true. Chief Joe in Williamsburg, you're on... 92.7 92.7 FM and 8.20 AM with Lee Brothers. Welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. How are you? Just lovely, just lovely. Having a wonderful time out here as we're dealing with flash flooding in James City County. Oh, boy. But that's okay. The um, First off, I'm sure that the left would be much more inclined to listen to President Trump as he makes efforts if he was uh, planning to abort the bears instead of just ripping them out of the mother's arms. Uh, you know that's what I mean? That's a good point. Incredibly good point. So, <laughs> okay, but... Be that as it may, I um, I sit here and I, I'm just going to shift gears and go right back to what's going on here in the People's Socialist Republic of Virginia and dealing with our governor. Uh, I'm a firm and ob- obviously an, a strong advocate of the Second Amendment. It exists to protect all the other rights that we have, whether they're articulated or not. But I'm calling on the people of Virginia to go back and take a look at our Supreme Law, which is our Virginia Constitution, and understand that the title 44 146.17.17 is where the, this tyrant that we have elected is drawing his power to do all of these things. I'm having to go into businesses nowadays and not being able to because I'm not going to confront the people in businesses because they're trying to just protect their own interests. Correct. But I'm having to wear a mask now in order to go buy anything. I'm wondering what changed from yesterday to today. Right. I'm wondering, uh, again, and we need to, as Virginians, confront our legislative people. I'm already working with my member of the House of Delegates. We must arrest this power. This law is unconstitutionally broad. It provides him with some excuse to violate the Constitution, and according to our Bill of Rights, it violates Section 1, Section 6, 7, 11. (laughs) That's good. Chief, there's no doubt in my mind that you actually have a very good understanding of the Constitution and of Virginia, and we appreciate your input on that. I, I, too, I, too, found it amazing that on Tuesday, Governor Ralph Northam comes out and says, it's so bad, it's so critical, it's so important that we wear masks that we're not going to do it till Friday. <laughs> it's like, not yeah, right exactly, now. Exactly. Not right now. Not tomorrow. Not Thursday. This Friday? Next Friday? <laughs> exactly. It's just, 
that's so critical and, and, and dangerous that we Westmere Mass that we're going to wait till Friday to implement. Then I thought, wait, it's so bad, it's so dangerous that for nine-year-olds you don't need a mask, but if you're 10, you do. In the beginning, they said if you're not sick, you don't need a mask. I guess Fauci came out and said chance. masks are worthless. They don't do anything. Maybe mask companies needed a, a boost or something. Chief Go- Joe, thanks for all you do. Yeah, keep really. fighting the battle out there. If everyone did what you do, things would be different in Virginia. Be more free, no question about it. Anyway, the the cub thing with the Alaska and and, uh, and the bears, that's not what you think. I, I couldn't find a single case where a cub was shot and killed by a hunter that was actually designed for um, for more of a um, stabilizing factor. Any predators. hunter that would shoot a cub? None would. His license, his None gun, would. That's his the point. truck, maybe None his would. home. I mean, that's just sick. By the way, Trump may have loosened the federal requirement, but Alaska prohibits the killing of bear cubs already. So it's not like Trump is letting it happen. Trump's the no, federal he, government. Alaska can make their own laws. In fact, they have them. He's so, letting Alaska make all of their own laws, just like every state should. Right, exactly. If they, the state wants to kill bears, Article One, Section 8 of the Constitution says the federal government uh, really doesn't have a say in it. So anyway, I don't know that Trump's that evil that he wants to rip little cubs from the from the arms of the, uh, the the mothers in their den mind you anyway all right coming up uh more about ralphie's uh mandate upon you you serfs and peasants in the commonwealth lee brothers 92.7 fm 820 wntw So the Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Virginia is uh, really upset that Trump relaxed the standards for clean car. And, uh, and since the Attorney General was there to defend Virginia law, he forgot about that and went on to sue the federal government over this standard. He actually believes that Trump <laughs> should um, reverse it and mandate the clean car standards on all the states. So our Attorney General isn't defending Virginia law. He's more concerned about global warming or something stupid <laughs> mark herring dude worry about um, worry about virginia you can't control what the federal government does with clean car standards if you don't want a clean car standard here in virginia then have the general assembly introduce a law to make it so aren't we going to every other year inspection soon is it every other year i don't know i don't I know thought it was every i don't know about year. the car inspection but i could be wrong but the attorney general doesn't care about Virginia law. He has a political guy uh, de- de- dependent on liberal leanings from the federal government. He needs to be in the federal government, not the Virginia government, because he Sounds cares like more he about has that. A goal, doesn't it? Though yeah. it really does. All right, coming up, the demand on you to wear a mask could turn out to be a complete fraud. We're going to share that with you and discuss it more in detail. And um, do we really need men in space? Should we launch men into space? I, I don't think so. I think it's a waste of time and money. And I know Richard disagrees Something with me. Something is seriously wrong with you. <laughs> that debate and your phone calls coming up, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW.
All right, so why? Why are we sending men to space? I, I think this is crazy. It's not worth it. Uh, we got things to worry about here on this planet. I think we should send the racists up there and oh, let, then, let yeah, you know who they are. Spacewalk, and you know who they are, and drive mm-hmm. off. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, no more They're pool- everywhere. No more pools and uh, no more fireworks in Virginia because of COVID nineteen or because of Ralph Northam. Yeah, I think it's more it's about Ralph, Ralph Northam. The pools in uh, Florida are all open. Have been. For a couple yeah, of we can't do that here. It's terrible. No. And Northam, he won't uh, he won't punish you for not wearing a mask. Only the businesses you go into. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio. There's a founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. It's uh, going to be a nice evening. Maybe a little rain, and tomorrow we're going to get rain, and then Sunday. Sunday's going to be mid-70s. Oh, oh my God. Unconscionable. And sunny skies. All that, and you have COVID-19, so don't worry about it. COVID-19. And you got to wear a mask wear. now because you're in, you're in uh, the, the, see, the, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. I, I bet you, I almost guarantee you, Patrick Henry will be standing on the floor of the General Assembly building and say, give me liberty or give me death, and I'm not wearing a mask. I wonder if the police would stop me if I drove around with a woman's stocking on my head. As a mask? Covering my entire face. You mean as yeah. a mask? Oh, yeah, it'd be a mask. It would be a mask. Nothing would get through it. This is the entire Except problem. air, I hope. This is the entire problem with the whole mask mandate. Not only is it obviously not critical, and I mean obviously not critical because Ralph Northam, who came out on Tuesday and said we have to wear masks mandated on Friday, if he thought it was so critical and important, why wouldn't he say starting in 10 minutes? That's how cr- he didn't do that. There's parameters you don't have to wear the mask if you're eating or drinking. Wait a minute. If it's so serious that someone could die if we don't have a mask, then why are we allowing people to even go into places? And what about the nine-year-olds? They don't have to wear masks. There seems to be an entire inconsistent story here that just proves that the masks really aren't that critical. Now, could they stop? The spread of COVID, oh, experts are now saying that it could, even though experts three weeks ago said it's stupid, it's not going to work. Or do you think this is just a political thing where he wants his Democratic friends across the nation to say, wow, you know, Governor Blackface, you know, Wreck-It Ralph, he's making everyone in Virginia wear masks. You know, here's the thing. There's always a risk to everything you do. Going outside, engaging with people, there's a risk. In fact, there's a risk going to engage with them in your car. You have a better chance of probably getting in a car accident on the way to visiting somebody than catching COVID-19 and dying. A much, much better chance of getting in a car accident. By the way, since car driving is a risk, we have seatbelts. We wear seatbelts. We absorb the risk. There, There is always a risk of something. So... Governor Ralph Northam could actually take this further and make it even more. There's a risk to everything, Governor Northam. It's like Our, Cousin Eddie. Right. You know, he, you know, he clearly says this introduces his daughter to the Griswold family and says, don't get too close. She got a fungus they ain't identified yet. The dog, you mean? No, the daughter. That was the dog in the movie. That was the daughter. It was the son, actually. It was the daughter. It was the son. In the movie, it was the son that had the virus that was contagious. No. I'm actually it pretty the sure it was the daughter that had yep. a fungus they ain't identified yet. Not true. So, son. 
Oh, but we should boy. argue that. The daughter was the one with the cross-eyed. It got kicked in the side of the head with a mule, and her eyes went straight. The son is the one with the virus. Christmas vacation, somebody help us, 454-1366. I'd love to prove it's Richard fun- wrong again. Fungus. It's the, it's the son, not the, not the daughter. Anyway, we, we're distracted. So here's the problem with the mask. Not only is it, is it not needed, because we all go through risk every day of our lives, it's not needed, but it's also used wrongly. The, the, the World Health Organization came out today, or is it yesterday, and said, look, this thing is really not helpful because the mask, after use, was designed to be thrown away. And now we're carrying this thing around, and if you take it off, you should wash your hands and then put it back on and then wash your hands again because you touched your dirty mask. And here's the other thing that Ralph Boy has never figured out. He's never really instructed us serfs and peasants, you know, us petty little people, because he's you know, a debevolent dictator, us serfs and peasants, us little people, we don't even know how to use a mask, Governor. Would you please explain to us that a mask is supposed to be a fitting mask and tied on from top to bottom that covers our mouth and our nose? Most people don't know. And so we have a mask mandate with half the people doing it wrong. Richard wants pantyhose on his head. Is that a mask, Governor? I mean, how insane have we gotten? I've just worn it before very comfortable. <laughs> exactly. Nobody I mean, can recognize you in it. We have people wearing handkerchiefs, not masks. Does that protect us? The WHO came out and said, if the mask isn't done correctly, it's worthless. It's <laughs> like putting up a, a uh, fence to keep mosquitoes out of your backyard. It's irrelevant. Yet we're told to wear the mask, and no one says it's got to be fitted right. There's no rules. We're not even told what kind of mask to wear. This thing is completely convoluted. You can walk into any store and see a hundred different styles and masks and everything. No, and you're trying to tell me that I'm protected with a guy that has a uh, uh, a mask that doesn't seem to be on right. This is this is really more about control than about safety, and I'm having a hard time finding safety behind it and not seeing the overarching restrictions of a large government and a benevolent dictator. Is anyone else having this problem? Doesn't it frustrate you that you're told to wear something without any rules and the guy down the street's not got one on and yet he does and I'm now suddenly I'm a virus if I don't have one on and I'm looked at as some criminal? Well, a lot of stores are saying you're not coming in our doors without a mask. Wawa said Starting tomorrow, that was last night, you're not coming in the door of this store without a mask. And there's a reason why. It's not because the stores think it's safe. It's not because the stores have this big heart that believes you could get the... They're doing it because of force of government. Now, Ralph Northam says, you're not going to be forced. No one's going to arrest you. So how is he going to enforce it? Through the Virginia Department of Health who, by the way, came out this week and said, we won't be conducting inspections to enforce the new mask order. Is that true? I'm not sure it is. I'm pretty sure that these businesses are under threat from the state government to enforce it, just like they enforce no shirt, no service. Don't you see? 
the masks are now being forced by the government, even though the Virginia Department of Health came out and said, oh, we don't have a team going around enforcing this. Even though Ralph Northam came out and said, businesses can decline service to a customer who doesn't want to wear a mask. So they can discriminate, you see. We were told you could. You're supposed to wash the mask out each night and let it dry while you sleep. And who's doing that? (laughs) Uh, Probably no one. It is safer without the mask. I'm convinced of this. I'm convinced we're safer than healthy people breathing all their stuff into this mask and then breathing through that mask all the disease and whatever. It's The mask is not making us safe. And I'm supposed to feel good that I'm wearing a mask. And those You're who are supposed to be mask. making others safe. Right. And others will tell you, you need to wear a mask to keep me safe. All right. Your phone call's next on this, 454-1366. Mask or no mask? Have you had it with the benevolent dictator? And you refuse to wear the mask? You might just have... How about this? I never wash it out. You still want me to wear one? Incredibly good point. I've got one. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. All right, check us out at 92.7 FM, 820 AM.com. Click on the picture of the Lee Brothers. takes you to our page. There you'll find all the connections to the Lee Brothers, how to be an honorary Lee Brother, and how to uh, reach us on our uh, social media, our Facebook page, which, by the way, we're up and running live on the Lee Brothers uh, fan page. And, and uh, thank you so much for those who have already chimed in and made some comments here. we got a uh, comment from John who said, that's funny to use the word benevolent along with dictator in reference to Northam. Well, um, he kind of... He's, you know, benevolent dictator is a guy who cares so much that he still is going to control your life. He's benevolent. Of course, it's a, it's really a joke because dictators aren't benevolent. They just act like they care so much about you. I believe Ralph Northam really thinks, I mean, I, I try to give him the benefit of that. I really think he thinks the masks are, he's trying to keep people safe in his mind, possibly because his heart's bigger than his brain. So, it's a balance for him. It's really hard. Logically, you'd come to the conclusion that all this data is wrong and it's been wrong and this thing's all that, – that really you're awful late with the mask too. I mean, how long have we been dealing with this? Two months? All of a sudden, the, 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 he comes out on Tuesday and goes, hey, things are great. We're going the right way, but now everyone needs to wear a mask. I mean, that's like – it's late, Governor. You should have done that first. And now you're saying everyone needs a mask? I don't – He's a benevolent dictator. He, he cares so much for us, this government, don't you see? And I still think the women's hose is the best kind of mask to wear. Well, I mean, look, the, the problem is, is everyone's going to have their own little masks. The government hasn't mandated a mask yet. They need to mandate that everyone wears the same mask. If the governor really cared about us, serfs and peasants, you know, he'd pat us on the head and give everyone the, the, the appropriate mask instead of allowing us to have the freedom to choose our masks. I mean, the audacity of letting us choose our own mask. Richard chooses a pantyhose. We need government help on this. You can't be allowed to choose your own mask. How dare you? You ever worn pantyhose? I'm just kidding. But if you put it over your, <laughs> if you put it over your head, <clears throat> that's um, not, not 
it would look hilarious going down the road, stop at a stoplight. People would pull up beside you, look at you, and run the light, probably. You know, if you went in a convenience store, all arms would go in the air. You know, <laughs> no, they, they wouldn't. They'd go yeah. us a mask. And they'd give you all the money out of the register. Yeah, exactly. All right, so here's the, uh, ah, Richard. So we had an argument in the last segment about the movie Christmas Vacation where uh, Richard said it's the girl that had the, uh, the, the virus that they haven't identified yet. You know, don't give her a kiss. And I said, no, no, it's the son. And, Richard, would you like to tell everybody who was right? The silence says the answer. This is a rewrite. It's true. I like the way that the, the, this came through, though, with the itty-bitty Scott. words down here. Scott was right. <laughs> he had to be right one time today. Uh, twice, by the way, today. But that's another story entirely. And I considered myself prior to this. You know what's so funny, Richard? An expert you... on Christmas, Christmas vacation, but no longer. Yeah, well, I was just going to say. You just called it Christmas story. Uh, Give me a Christmas break. Story. What's interesting about that is you said it with such authority. You said you were so right that it was not wrong and that I was wrong. I just want to just, I'm going to cherish this moment for a minute. Not only were you wrong, but you were wrong with authority. <laughs> that no, makes... just wrong, you're stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for bringing that in here for us, Bill. I that, appreciate that. Yeah. Well, you know, if it was the other way around, oh, my. I would never, never let it Oh, that's down. not true No, at all. come on. You always. That's not true at all. I let you walk on all kinds of. Crap. No, you don't. And then I, I don't bring it up again. No. I just no. log it away in my and use it for later. Brain's filing cabinet. So Ralph Northam's concerned about you wearing a mask and how you're affecting everybody and hurting people. I've got plenty of things logged away from today. I know you do. By the way, and you'll use them. That the attorney general is concerned about you too. He sent a hundred Virginia businesses a warning letter about price gouging on toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and paper towels. 114 Virginia businesses. Warning letters. How are they going to price gouge when they don't have it? Well, apparently they have it, but price gouging is, isn't it a bit subjective? Isn't the whole... Does the grocery store near your home now have fully stocked toilet paper towels? I haven't checked. Because they don't near mine. Here's what Mark Herring said. Just it's go a to Costco. And you'll agree with him on this, Richard, because you're a big price anti gouger. I am. It's unfortunate that businesses will take advantage of a situation like public health crisis and try to make money off necessary goods like hand sanitizer, cleaning supplies, face masks, and water. You know, here's the deal you can shop. If those things are in other places, go somewhere else and buy them. And if you I- want to stockpile them, stockpile them. I don't well, like the idea that. of it, and I don't what? appreciate it when you do because I go to the grocery store, and I don't want to ride all over town hunting bottled water or toilet paper. I don't want to hunt for all that crap. But, but you don't mind it. If you want to stockpile it, go ahead. I think you're an idiot for doing it, but go ahead. You know what would stop the stockpiling of these kind of important things? No more masks. Open all the businesses up. No. Nope. Let's get back. Okay. To, Normality let's get back would. back to normal life. But in a crisis, you know how to prevent hoarding? Firearm? No. You allow price gouging. And you don't like it. Or you allow people to raise prices in accordance with the demand. Price I gouging do, is a word I don't that, agree with. Yeah, I know you don't because 
you have this ridiculous reason for that. Yeah, it's math, economics, that kind of thing. It's ridiculous. Logic really gets in the way. It's not. It's completely logical, Richard. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. If you want to avoid hoarding, then you allow the market to reflect the correct pricing to avoid it. That's complete crap. <laughs> <laughs> Based on what? You're the best. Based on what? You're the best. It came from you. Absolutely. Exactly. You yeah, had we had a tornado, not a tornado, a hurricane come through and spawned some tornadoes, knocked out power everywhere almost, and there was one little gas station selling gas. Yeah. Back then, the normal price of gas was about $1.50 a gallon, but not at this gentleman's station. His was $5 a gallon. Did he have any gas? Yeah, yeah, gas. What's a yeah, brilliant system? And amazing. there were no lines, no lines. Of at course the pump. not. People pull up and go, "Oh hell no!" Th- you I'm mean, not paying five dollars. Then gallon. they didn't need it. There was no hoarding going but on. But you're probably system. there filling it up with a big grin on your face. No, yeah, no, nope. five dollars a gallon. Only I love if I paying it. that. Only if I needed it. Okay. Only if I because I wouldn't buy it if it was expensive and I wouldn't hoard break. it. That's how it works. You hate it. All right, your phone calls next four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM eight twenty. WNTW. I thought Nike was about making shoes and clothing. It turns out Nike is about much more than that. They have a new collection called Be True Collection. Be True. And it's, uh, it's, it's designed to um, support the LGBTQ agenda. Nike is leading the rainbow of the 2020 Pride gear with its latest Be True Collection. Which, by the way, that's what I was looking for in my shoe company. If I could just, if I could just buy a pair of shoes that had all the rainbow colors as was supporting the uh, the uh, LGBTQ, because you know what, I was buying shoes and didn't even know. Do you want me to get you a pair? What size are your shoes? I'll get you a pair of special rainbow shoes. But you got to promise to wear them here every day for six months. These new Nikes present a new looking incorporate the rainbow that is seen in more colors, more pride flag. Apparently, there's ten colors that have a unique purpose, including black and brown, which represent people of color inclusivity, while pink and baby blue equal trans inclusivity. And I think Nike is just brilliant. I mean, why wouldn't Nike want to divide their consumer base? Why wouldn't they want to say they're all about a certain political point of view? Why wouldn't they? You don't have to buy the political point of view shoe if you don't want to. Apparently, uh, you can buy regular old Nikes. uh, Well, I think it's... The company is the same company. It's you can go online and buy counterfeit Nikes. You you can. Oh yeah. Can you? you can I buy counterfeit anything okay. online. Okay. Well, I mean, then you wouldn't be supporting the LGBTQ pride with your dollars on non-binary shoes. I don't know what a non-binary shoe is. I thought shoes were shoes, but now they Nike is. I didn't realize they were binary. Nike Does that is, mean uh, there's two? I why why wouldn't Nike? <laughs> what I don't know. Good point. It's hilarious. Why wouldn't Nike just want to sell shoes to everyone? Well, what kind of statement? I guess Nike didn't like the fact 
that they had the American flag on it because Colin Kaepernick took that off. But Nike doesn't have a problem putting the pride flag on there. No one's going to complain about that. And if they do, stick it in your ear because we only hate America. We like the, the gay pride flag. Is that the new Nike that we're dealing with now? Hmm. All right, coming up. The uh, pools and fireworks no longer allowed in the Commonwealth of Virginia because of COVID-19 or Ralph Northam. You can decide that one. And uh, check us out, 92.7 FM at 820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page where the mask is totally explained in its insanity. All that and your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM at 820. WNTW. This is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top of the truck. Here we go. It's true. To rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. Oh, the days when we didn't have video. Just after 532 here, outside the capital, the Commonwealth, the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American pagers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, is it right? All right, so I just I, I, I struggle with the whole astronaut thing. Everybody's talking about this what launch on Saturday. It's not un American. Struggling with that? That's un American. Okay, that's maybe the wrong terminology because I didn't struggle very long. I just look at this and go, you know what? I would hope not. Why, what, what's, geez, <laughs> that's like apple pie and baseball. It man. is not. It has it nothing is. to do with that. Sending people to space? Who wants yeah. to go to space? Would you go to I space? I would go to space oh, tomorrow. I, you know what? There's no doubt you would. I would. I have, you know how much desire I have to go to space? they got to let me drive the shuttle a little bit, but I'd go to space. There's no shuttle anymore. That tells you how up to date you are. I know. They have a little thing. <laughs> I know. Little they got shuttle. the little capsule thing going on. I'll there. drive that thing to the moon. You would. I'd point it at the moon and floor it. See, I have zero desire. I haven't seen everything in America yet. I'm certainly not going to go to outer space and it's look on my around. bucket list. What is? Traveling in outer space. Who, who puts, easiest, hang on a second, hang on a second. Easiest who, way to get up there is the abducted. Richard, I don't even know what to say about the two things you just said. One of which, who puts something that can't happen on their bucket list? That's like saying, what do you mean can't happen? You're not going outer space. No oh, one's going outer space. you've been abducted already. That's probably oh, why that's, well, that's the, the other part of it, that you actually thought that you could be abducted to get there. But you, who puts on their bucket list something that's, that, that's impossible to do? No. That's like saying, I'm not trying to think of an analogy here for that. I'm not, it's not working fast enough in my mind. It's my hyper bucket list. It, okay. Hyper bucket. So I know you would go to space. I would not go. I'd go I'm in no, a heartbeat. No, what, why would that be exciting? You're scared. So very scared. I'm not afraid of it. Well, I'm not afraid of it either. I just have no desire to be outside the atmosphere that we're currently living in, where, by the way, it seems a whole lot safer, even though I'm not scared. It's cold up there. Yeah. Got to wear a jacket. But the United States hasn't launched people into the uh, atmosphere or to space since 2011. I mean, it's been a while since we Well, we've launched them now. Saturday is a plan, correct? Right. To launch them up there at a cost that's astronomical, but thank goodness, uh, what's-his-name's helping us. Well, you don't think there's anyone else out there. Have you seen the video of the Facebook satellite that our little gray friends blew up on the pad in, in Florida. They've got video of it. I mean, that guy was a hell of a shot, too. I mean, he was going by like 10,000 miles an hour. You know, your whole life wasn't like this. We, we, we grew up, and you seemed rational to me. At some point, 
I don't know what happened. It's like now you you always talk about little green guys who obviously don't exist, but they do in your they conspiracy world. They're not world. green. They're so, gray. So now <laughs> well, there might be some green ones. I don't know. The lizard, oh, excuse lizard me. people. I'm I think sorry. there are some lizard I'm sorry. people. I apologize. That's that's uh, Bigfoot's an alien, but they're like white Bigfoots and brown Bigfoots and black Bigfoots. Really? There's like races of Bigfoots. Bad. But they're aliens. Plain so, and simple. So the two gentlemen going up in this rocket are about, you know, 49, 53, so they're in my age group. And these guys are uh, are experts. They're test pilots, and they're, they're uh, I guess this would be the ultimate. If you're a test pilot flying around the, the atmosphere, as it were, I mean, I guess the next step is to go further out. It's like a diver saying, I want to go deeper. The pilots, I guess, say, I want to go higher. So they want to be in outer space. They want to go hook up with the International Space Station. Well, they don't want to go. They, they're they taking supplies up there. Okay. It's a necessary trip. Not, well, I'm, I guess maybe they want it. Yeah, they sure. want not to being go. Forced but you to say go. they want to go, like like they went to NASA and said, hey, we want to go to outer space, and NASA's like, we're cool with that. That's not the case at all. These guys are going to fly so needed supplies to the space station. Mm. Is it is it like the movie where there's gravity on the space station, or are they just floating around up there? They're just floating around up there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, do you have an idea how long I'm going to be up there? Do you know? Years and years. <laughs> they're not. I don't know. I think they're a very short trip. If I, I just don't have any. I, I, this doesn't interest me. I know you're going to watch the launch, aren't you? Um, you didn't even know it was going to be a launch. I did so. You did not. I did so. All right, um, I knew. Speaking of launching. Supposed to launch it Wednesday. Correct. Weather. That's another thing. The weather, weather to... or aliens. Mm-hmm. They don't want aliens to shoot this one down because it's manned. So COVID nineteen, they say, they actually are saying, is is it safe to launch the rocket into space because of COVID nineteen? <laughs> uh, wow. I, I mean, right, oh, so now the virus is preventing people. They they won't let you buy tickets to see the launch close by because they don't want you to see. Get close to people to watch the rocket going. I'm not kidding you. This, this is, is kind of like the wash your tennis balls thing. It, it this is. is ridiculous. It's, of course, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Just like Virginia Beach says they canceled the July Fourth fireworks at Oceanfront, and why? Because of COVID-19. Now, nobody can give me or Richard a reasonable explanation on how rockets bursting in air is a is a COVID-19 crisis that people can't watch. So now Virginia Beach is concerned that on your own, you can't have social distancing and watch fireworks in the air. I want to be in the room where people make these lunacy decisions. So many people come to the fireworks shows, and there's just not enough room to stand six feet apart. And if you have your family with you, I wonder if your family can be in a, like a little bundle that's six feet apart from, from another this family. That's a good point. Fair enough, but apparently Virginia Beach officials don't think it's safe to fire fireworks on 4th of July. I don't have the words to explain how stupid that is. Burn up COVID-19. Right, exactly. If the virus comes to the show, it's liable to die. So they announced this Tuesday that they've canceled the fireworks on on all the locations, including this, this, uh, what is it, the island? Or no, the Trashmore Park. So no oceanfront fireworks. The pandemic... 
declares it unsafe for residents. What about uh, the diamond? Oh, I don't know about that. The mayor says, there's what the mayor says. We're disappointed these signature events must be canceled. However, the health and safety of people who live, work, and play in Virginia Beach is top priority. We all play a part in minimizing the spread of COVID-19. How do you live, work, and play in an area where you can't even have a fireworks show? There's no playing. There's no playing. There's barely any work. There's barely any working. Don't call that living. People are surviving, but... This is That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. The mayor ought to be embarrassed. Bobby Dyer is his name. You ought to be embarrassed. Get him on the phone. It's embarrassing. <laughs> now, Virginia Beach is the first city to renounce or in the region to announce plans to cancel uh, the fireworks of Fourth of July. And if they had their way, they would cancel the entire day of Fourth of July because you know what happens on the Fourth of July, Mayor? Do you know? Cookouts. Cookouts. People come to the beach. They want to be together. And unfortunately, Gov- uh, Mayor, you can't cancel that, but you can cancel fireworks and try to make a rational case for it. Instead, Ralph Northam wants to cancel swimming. Currently, right now, in Phase 1 of the Commonwealth of Virginia, you can go to a swimming pool for lap swimming only. Laps? Why? Uh, you can only lap Are swim. Are you running from the COVID virus the whole time? I mean, you can't just get in the pool and splash who, who around. Is, who is doing what this? What is wrong with him? Courtney Gibson is the facilities director at Lewis Ginner Recreation Association and Pool. She said, it's what we do every summer. We live at the pool. We cook here. We're at the pool all day. But considering the risk involved with the coronavirus this summer, she doesn't know if she'll allow her kids, age 10 and 13, to go to the pool. Is the pool now a cesspool? I hate to use that word. Is now a cesspool for the coronavirus? There's no evidence to suggest that the coronavirus is spread in in chlorine water. Where does this come from? At first they said it was spread on countertops, and now they've said, Uh, not so much. Not so much. I mean, it's really spread by people-to-people, long contact. But you really can't pick it up by touching. I mean, this this is ridiculous. So we've lost the summer. There's no pool. There's no fireworks display on 4th of July, and you can't launch a rocket into space because of COVID-19. And watch it. You can, but you, you just can't watch it. Apparently, you can have fireworks in other places, but Virginia Beach thinks it's dangerous. The mayor is actually saying we're concerned about the safety of people, that they actually might watch fireworks too close to people. You, you can't make this stuff up. It's almost as if everyone got stupid in the last eight weeks. You know what I mean? And they're so concerned about the coronavirus that fireworks going into the atmosphere and no one's really standing, is, is now a threat to people? That's just, it's, a, it's embarrassing. It's a shame, really, quite honestly. It's a darn shame. But swimming pools? Ralph Northern's restrictions on outdoor pools in the counties and elsewhere in the state have been able to open for lap swimming under Phase 1. Um, <laughs> phase yeah, 1 is lap. Phase 1. Lap I wonder swimming. what Phase 2 is. Waiting. The, um, the infectious diseases at VCU Health, Gonzalo Behrman said, to enjoy the, listen to this, to enjoy the pool properly, you have to do your best to respect social distancing. Wear a mask when not in the pool and wash your hands frequently. No, to enjoy a pool properly, you need to be in the water. Doing what you do in a pool with a when ma- you're in the water. With a mask on. Right. Well, 
he did say that you wear the mask when you're not in the pool. So all the science that says that the sun and high temperatures destroy the coronavirus and the science that says not one time, not a single example of anyone catching coronavirus why outside. Forget all that. Now we're telling you you can't go to the swimming pool this summer without a mask. You have to wash your hands. How often? Frequently. Uh, for you. And the social distancing while at the pool. Really? We're hoping for phase two, which will allow you, I guess, to finally swim without making laps. Holy smokes. Is there a I'm pool police? For the wade. Is there a pool police that walks around and goes, excuse me, you didn't make a lap. You only swam halfway. Get out. Get out of the pool. You're not making laps. You can't just be in the water. You got to be swimming laps inside the pool with a tape measure. You're not six feet from everyone. The insanity continues. All right, coming up, the uh, VP picks for uh, Joe Biden. He narrowed them down. We'll share them with you and your phone calls. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM at eight twenty WNTW. <laughs> Sticking with the prediction. Sticking with the prediction that Joe Biden will not be the nominee because of statements like this. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. I think that's just the tip of the iceberg of the statements. I mean, that one might get him elected in the Democratic Party. You think it might get him uh, clubbed or something. That's such a... (laughs) It's unbelievable. Pathetic. I mean, I, even at the end, when he he actually does the twang, which is a frustrating. And you ain't black. You ain't black. You ain't black. That's it. Should be annoying. It I'm, is annoying. I mean, if you're if you're a black American, wouldn't you just be offended by that? I can think of my own joke. Thank you, but thanks for putting me in an identity politics class that only votes one way. It's very offensive. Uh, but uh, he's going to have to pick a VP here coming up, and he's been told. Joe Biden's been told that he can't pick a male. I always thought he would pick Carmela Harris. Well, Kamala. Carmela. Kamala. Kamala Harris is actually in the ranking right now. We got a we got a new list of the rankings. None of these are males. They're all females because for some reason identity politics matters more to the Democrats. You got to have a female, Scott and Richard. You can't have a have another male on the ticket. They want the woman vote. You mean women are another block that only vote because there's a woman on the ticket? I mean, some... no. The, the problem with that is, right. if you vote for Joe Biden because of his VP pick, you're uh, like a fence post, a little thick. Well, it you might have to in this case. Joe Biden may not. You don't have to. Well, Joe Biden might not make it through the first. He might have a dementia cause or whatever. I think the VP pick for Joe Biden is probably the biggest VP pick in the history of VP picks. Yeah, because they're going to be the front runner more than likely. But why is Joe Biden saying it's got to be a woman? Why would the Democratic Party put that that mandate on Joe Biden? You, it's been like that for months. Of course it has. And it's laughable that the party is so bent on not the best candidate, mind you. That's not what the criteria is. 
The criteria is we don't want the best person. The criteria is we want a woman, and then we got to find the best woman. It's an interesting uh, way of picking people. It's like saying, um, I want, uh, the first choice is it's got to be a black person, but I want the best black. And nobody does it that way. Nobody picks people based upon their gender, their race. Nobody normally does that. You no, really believe that? No one is supposed to. You don't think the Democratic Party no, has done no, that? No, the Democrat for... Party does. Yes, you're exactly right. I'm saying normal people don't do that. Normal people look for the best person, regardless of all those things. Yet the Democrat Party is saying, nope, it's got to be a woman. So here's the ranking as, as it's uh, been announced here recently, according to the surge, by the way. Number one pick as of today, they, they think the best pick would be Elizabeth Warren. So it would be a Biden-Warren ticket. You talk about nut job one and nut job two. <laughs> right. She's wax, man. I mean, you listen to some of her speeches and you go, wow. So he's almost at Joe Biden's level, but he is he's got everyone beat. Now, she and Biden have gone at each other before. They they don't have they have a massive mistrust. If you watch the debates, they they didn't like each other. I actually be a little bit surprised if it was Elizabeth Warren. But that that's kind of the leading trend right now. Number two is Kamala Harris. This may seem like a safe bet. You've got a black woman who is articulate, who is uh, very aggressive in her politics, who, who is probably a pretty good candidate. Smart for the left. lady. Very smart for, for lady. The le- for the left, uh, yeah. Double whammy for Joe. Yeah, so that's um, considering number two, although she has some baggage. You know what the baggage is, according to the left? Listen to this. The baggage on Kamala Harris is that she's married to a white man. That's you a, would think that's, that's a, not baggage for the left. Oh, they that, that know what that means? That means Kamala Harris really isn't a true dedicated black woman. That's that's the argument. I'm not saying it. I think it's so ridiculous. What, is she a dedicated white woman in a black woman's body? They don't know what she is and they don't like it. All right, ranking number three, Stacey Abrams, who's never I, won I an election. Think that's going to be his choice. She is, um, a voting rights advocate who actually thinks she lost Georgia because of voter fraud of about 60,000 votes. So apparently 60,000 votes were voter fraud in Stacey Abrams' case. She swears. She actually thinks she's the governor right now, and with, <laughs> which is really interesting. Ranking number four, Amy Klobuchar. But she's got a little bit of, a, of an issue. She's probably not the most radical leftist, as that some might say. Um, Are you saying she has baggage? I don't know about about baggage. She's she's got a little bit of a um, record on some things, and the left really hasn't embraced her. So Klobuchar probably won't be the pick. She's she's number four, but she's above Gretchen Whitmer, who's number five. Of course, Gretchen Whitmer is um, I think damaged goods. I think she's a disaster of a governor in Michigan, and um, some some think that she's never going to win another election in the history of her life, which could be a very good thing. Um, six is a um, is the governor of New Mexico, Michelle Grisham. Now, Michelle Grisham is a former congressman and the chair of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. This, to me, I thought would be an interesting pick because, first of all, who knows who she is, and it's always that good because there's no baggage tied to it. But it could be a help for Joe Biden 
with his Latino problem. Now, see, this bothers me, too, because every one of these picks have this little identity they're going for. Yet, I don't, I've never liked that. I've always wanted people to talk to all Americans. Don't policies impact all Americans? So now there's a Latino policy that, that Michelle Grisham from New Mexico could help with? What would that look like? Hmm. So that's your top six that could be Joe Biden's pick, uh, ranked in that order. So if you had to bet today, Richard, who would be VP pick for Joe Biden? Richard, I'd have, you, uh, I'd have to say... Elizabeth Warren, if he wants to pull her it's the safest one. into her, that's the safest one. I agree with you entirely. Safe, Elizabeth Warren. Biden-Warren, you heard it here first. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820, WNTW. Can we just relive a moment here just for a second? Take a, Just enjoy some Joe Biden clips. It's a case where we cannot let this. We've never allowed any. The pandemic is 17 all the way around 16. Sakes second fiddle. There's more than one one, you know, coronavirus. This 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 COVID-9 is one strain <laughs> of that. And uh, I, you know, but I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, I I think if, if, it, if there is an election, if there was an election, if people... Go, you know the you know the thing. This be called the Luhan virus. Luhan. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong, some of the structural things we couldn't get anybody's attention on. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus what? and mounting evidence of that. What? Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, <laughs> one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. What? Go, you know the you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers we have to do at least several things one we have to uh depend on what the president's going to do right now what and first of all he has to uh tell uh uh wait till the cases before anything happens <laughs> look the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that were shortages of we have to take care of the cure that will make the problem worse no matter what and uh and neil smith an old butt buddy are you here neil Neil, I miss you, man. Go, oh, you know the you know the thing. Be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. <laughs> Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen. All right, hey, check us out. Ninety two seven FM, eight twenty AM. Yes, that's our website, ninety two seven FM eight twenty AM dot com. Click on the Lee Brothers. You click on the Lee Brothers, it takes you to our page. Great videos there about this blue pill and a customer doing it wrong. Ninety two seven FM eight twenty AM dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Friday right here on 92.7 FM and 820 AM WNTW. And tomorrow from 8 till 10, you can catch this show broadcast again right here on 92.7 FM and AM 820 WNTW. See you next Friday. Be safe this weekend. Have a good time. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all.
WNTW, 820 AM, Richmond, Chester, Virginia, and W224EB, 